Hello everyone and welcome to the Very Reasonable Pilots Podcast. I'm your host Charles Long. With me as always is my co-host, editor, producer, co-pilot, gunner, navigator, orator, and my podcasting associate, Jacob Gloth. How you doing today, Jacob? I am swell, Charles. And I have to say mm-hmm. that this podcast is one of the few that our viewers can specifically uh, time and date. Because while we're recording this, I have my phone off in the corner here. And Liverpool is playing Manchester United, and it's in the 55th minute. Oh, my God. Um, so if at any point I get very excited, it's because someone scored that I wanted to Who score. do you want to win, Manchester? Uh, I, I want these teams to draw. Oh, so that's not fun. That's, you know. Well, I want Arsenal to stay top of the league. Um, and I, 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 I don't want Man U to win because I don't like them. But I also need Liverpool to not win because then they would pass Arsenal in the league. Yeah. So, a Man U victory is technically a good thing for me, but I don't like them. And it's fun to make fun of my friends that like them, so. Soccer's getting big in America. What can you say? It's happening. People love it. You know, I don't know if that's true, but... It's getting um, bigger in America. I've I've liked it for a long time. Yeah, you've always always been a soccer boy. Ever since Mm -hmm. I've known you, you've always been a bit of a soccer, soccer, soccer boy. Uh, yeah, I'm not a soccer boy. I'm a soccer. No. You're not really a sports guy, no, are you? No, not really. Don't really watch any sports, dude. No, I don't. Uh, I I don't. You get really into like a weird sport like curling. I like, really into it. Well, the thing is, like, big fan. Not like like you want to play it. Like you just want to watch yeah. it. Like you're a huge curling. Well, guy. there's a the thing is whenever there's a at local pubs whenever there's a night where there's no like game on, what they do is they'll play darts. Like that's the that's the sporting event that people watch is darts, and um, I think I should get really into darts because I think that'd be funny. Yeah, I mean that's that's a bigger thing there, I guess. Yeah, people like darts. Uh, I've never seen a. You could be an F one guy. Oh, that's another thing you could do. I could. No, you Billy. Big racing guy. You know what? I, you know what sport I think would be cool to get into is. Uh, have you seen rally driving? No. It, they like drive on these really dangerous roads in cars that are, um, well, you know, like built to it, like road cage, uh, ro- um, roll cages, like cages, yeah. ri- roll cages. That's the word. Um, word. And they're like just driving super fast. You got you got to look up rally driving to appreciate what I'm talking I about. I will. Here. But it looks like the most dangerous sport in the entire world because you it looks like you could just die at any moment. And these people have to be like really good. And they're going so fast around such such windy roads that they actually have to have a guy next to him who's saying like he's saying like uh, light turn you know right, uh, big turn left. Like so he needs the directions of what to do. Wow. Because he doesn't have enough time to actually react if he doesn't have that. Sounds that nightmarish and awesome. I should yeah. get into that. But it's, it looks or cool. like professional. We should, we should ulti- do it. Oh, we should. Yeah. We're good drivers. Mm-hmm. I'm a good driver. You're a pretty all right driver. Um, I would have said the exact opposite in this scenario. Nah. When's the last time you've driven? Uh, June, July. It was in July. Okay, I drove today. Yeah, I so. know. And yet, my skills are unmatched. I'm a great driver. Oh, I see. Yeah. I've often thought I could be like a baby driver guy. And baby driver, the baby. Yeah. I could be a the baby. I can imagine how you'd want to be that guy, but not be good at it. Like if I if if we were doing a robbery, mm-hmm. we get out to you and be like, all right, get away from the cops. You'd be like, I got this. And you try to like quickly reverse and spin us around, but you'd slam into a parked car. Oh, that would be fun. And you'd smash our car up, and then you'd be like, I've got this, I've got this. And then you'd keep driving, and you'd you'd hit it like uh, I don't know, one of those like bollard poles. Yeah. You just keep going. I keep going, though. Eventually, the car would be really beat up, and the cops would just push us into a wall, and you'd be like, all right, I did my best. <laughs> no, that would like, be really done. funny if, if they the cops push us into, like, by hand. <laughs> they just push the car <laughs> into a wall. <laughs> They're like, ah, you, you, you've stopped. And you've stopped. You're done. I think, ooh, I think it would be a lot like that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. When Mac and uh, Charlie are like, we're gonna, you know, fake our own deaths. And uh, Mac's like, and we're gonna jump out of the car, and it's gonna be a super rad explosion. And then, and then he, uh, 
He he drives the car and he and he just drives straight to a wall. I think it would be a lot like that. <laughs> I would underestimate how much injury could come to me sitting in a car because I'm like I'm safe. There's airbags, and then I'd have like six teeth left. I'd be bleeding out of my eyes. Like it was just so it was so fast. It was all so fast. But that, that this this could be our show here. We could be doing a. Because we, we're supposed to come up yeah, with a, a TV I, show I, here. I, I forgot. I, I don't know. If... I think of these more as the waffling episodes. These are the episodes we just talk about shit. And occasionally a TV show comes out of it. But maybe we should do a contemporary crime duo show. That would be fun. You know? Well, I feel like you always got to do a crew. You know? Yeah. We could have the duo be central. But, like, they've got to have, like, at least uh, other people they they bring on. You know? Yeah. That could be that could be good if we have a duo, but there's always rotating people that come in and out, mm-hmm. and they either die or, you know, they make it out, yeah. but they don't do the next. Exactly, job it could be you know an ensemble cast that they maybe you could do it sort of like John Wick style, where like there's this whole secret society of like heisters and cat burglars and robbers and shit, and they're all like a whole yeah. cast of kooky characters, and each episode, our characters are. I should our two guys should the whole season be leading up to one huge heist or should it be each episode is like an hour long and it's its own heist I I think if we did like you know the goal is to raise money so that they could do a really big heist so we have little mm-hmm. heists throughout okay. the show but one big heist yeah that's um I don't know if we should do a bank for the big heist. We'd have to do something. Do something I think you'd have to do something more interesting. Like, what if it was like a a? It's Pablo Escobar's island. This is set in like the, the 1980s. What the 80s? Yeah. Is that when he was around? 1980s, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we wanna. We're like, all right. So you know, you could make tons of money robbing a bank, but like, if you really want to make money and get a and you know, not have to worry about the feds on you. We got around Pablo Escobar, and the whole the the running joke throughout the series is everyone's like, "This is a way worse idea. It'd be way better to rob the government or a corporation because they won't. They'll just put you in jail. Yeah. Like they won't. Pablo Escobar you know, come after you and murder your entire family. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. We got to rob his drug island in the in Caribbean the, in the, in the Caribbean. and to get all of his drug. Uh, and have you you've read about Escobar's hippopotamuses, right? I didn't know he had hippos. I thought he had rhinoceros. He well, he had hippos in Colombia, and they they're very often referred to as the cocaine hippos. And he just bought like six or whatever, and he brought them to South America, and they've been breeding like crazy. So much so that they are now considered as a slightly different species than African hippos. So you get South American hippos, and they're like because obviously they're not uh, from there, so they just fucking rule over yeah they're the dominant species yeah, yeah so it wouldn't it be awesome if instead of alligators pablo escobar had hippopo- hippopotamuses <laughs> it's a hard thing to say seriously uh like yep. guarding his facility that would be awesome yeah i, I like that yeah. idea like he's got a bunch in the water you know going around and at first we're like whenever they get there in this episode like the final episode they're like, ah, oh, no, 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 don't worry. They're not as nearly as dangerous as alligators. And it just bites off one of the guy's yeah. legs that was with them. It just, like, just clean tears off. Tears a dude in half. It would be funny if we, like, built this whole thing up. We built, constructed this, like, immaculate, super cool crew. Uh, and then we, again, I don't know why. First thing that came to mind was, what if Conan O'Brien was on the crew and then he got eaten by a hippo in the first, first like, minute and a half of the finale episode? <laughs> He, he feels like he'd be game for that, you know? He'd be down to get eaten by a hippo. I like that, yeah. yeah. He could be the tech guy. Okay, we have Conan O'Brien, we'll die. Yeah. In, the... in the final episode. Yeah, he'll, he'll be like setting up a, a fence or something, mm-hmm. or like a, like a, you know, his location for, um, you know, being the guy in the chair. Yeah. And uh, gets fucking just chomped mm-hmm. on. Ripped in half, torn, it's brutal. People all see it, and they're like, oof. It's a good thing we bought that would actually be hilarious if we have like he sets up his little suite somewhere you know like like a little trailer on the edge of the island and he's like sitting in there and he's talking to everyone and we have um he like says over the the, like you know their walkie talkies like hey guys 
are, is one of you on your way back? Because I can I can hear something outside, and they're like, no, 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 we're all up ahead. We're all, at, you know, going in. Yeah, doing our jobs. Like, I, I don't know. Is, is that a is that a hippopotamus? And we just hear it all over the radio, and it's just like the sound of him getting just ripped, ripped apart. apart gurgling and then we just and... show one quick. Yeah. We just show one quick shot of like the aftermath, which is just all the blood and everything. Maybe maybe when they go back, they see it for like a little bit as they're running away. They're like, "Holy oh oh shit! God. Fuck! He really did get torn apart by hippopotamus." Jesus Christ! And he should always he should definitely have like a really sad backstory. Like he's ra- he he needs the money to pay for his kids, you know, therapy or something, chemotherapy. Yeah, and that, that's a whole thing. And they they're like, "Well, I guess we don't have to pay out his cut yeah. anymore." Yeah, well. <laughs> Like not even that would be funny. The kids at the airport, they arrive back, you know, and the kids like looking expectantly as people step off to the plane. And then the final one of our characters steps off and he looks, makes eye contact with the kid. And he shakes his head. The kid looks really sad. Everyone looks down somberly for a second. Then they are like, all right, you guys want to get like shots or something? This is like, I'm really happy. I'm having a great time. The kid's just weeping and they're like, let's go. Applebee's it is. Let's let's have oh, and, dinner. And then, as they're as they're walking away, right? One of them turns around. You're like, oh, is he gonna give him, you know, some money? And he walks over to him, pulls it, reaches into his coat, pulls out Conan O'Brien's hand, and just hands it to the kid. It's like, so like, here, here, I think you should have your this. Your dad uh, told me that he wanted you to have his ring in case anything went wrong, and they hands him Conan's big ass hand. Just hands him the entire yeah, hand. So yeah, I, I didn't want to like get all up in the the hands business to that seems gross so yeah here you are i yeah i thought you might want that too just you know something to bury yeah the rest of them because the whole rest of it's kind of in the stomach of the <laughs> he's, he's hippopotamus shit right now yeah. yeah i wasn't gonna dig through that Eh, we're, we're we're bad guys who cares and then they they steal a lollipop from the kid as they all walk away because they're they're all thieves they're all bad guys but I like this idea of a gang, a, a crew of highly professional kooky thieves uh, stealing, uh, like breaking into Pablo Escobar's secret Caribbean island and finding his like massive vault of like, it, it shouldn't just be money, right? The vault should have something cool in it. That's what I think. Uh, because it's like, oh, it's just money. Eh. And my first thought, Nazi gold, right? Pablo Escobar, not really related to Nazis in any way, obviously, but, like, stacks and stacks of Nazi gold that he was able to get from a collector. Okay, we, we could do that, yeah. We could, um... Or, like, secret CIA technology. It could be, like... I think what might be interesting is if... Because he... There's a point in, um the tale of Pablo Escobar where you get Simon Bolivar's sword Mm -hmm. who's the guy that like helped free South America from the Spanish and he's like he has like a vague interest in history Mm -hmm. so what if he just had like a bunch of crazy shit oh that'd be great like like uh tons of like you know famously stolen or lost artifacts like he's got Mona Lisa in there he's got um like we'll just say like the one in the Louvre is fake and he's exactly he's got the real one he has Alexander the Great sword. Mm-hmm. Um, he has. He's got the Gordian uh, knot. That would be fun. I like it. I love the Gordian knot story. He's got the Ark of the Covenant, but we do like a kind of joke. They're, like they see that, but they're like, "There's a very clear like do not touch sign," mm-hmm. and one of the guys will go over and open it, and his face will just melt off. Like, yeah, like Indiana in, uh, Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they're like, "Nah, clearly that guy didn't see." This, this guy's Jones. a fucking idiot. <laughs> Don't fucking touch that. Jesus Christ! And they'll they'll make that very clear. They're like, "All right, if anyone sees, <laughs> like when they're going in, we're like, if you see the Ark of the Covenant, you do not open it. All right, you do not touch that shit." And maybe and the guy touches you like, oh, I told told him not to." Told him and he died like those Nazis in that movie, Indiana Jones. Seen Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and, and then it's, everyone just gets on. Yes, we all watched Indiana. We watched it on the fucking plane ride. All right, you made everybody. You made us, Jesus! Uh, it was like our fucking <laughs> such a fucking pain you know, dick. This our guy. training. You keep bringing up the mm-hmm. Ark of the Covenant. You made us watch Temple of Doom. You didn't even play Ark the the fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. You made us watch Temple of Doom, the most racist one. God damn it! But it's the '80s, so it's fun. Doom, 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 doom. You know, Kali Ma, that sort of um, thing. 
So, I think artifacts should be cool. Yeah, because then we could also have Nazi gold. Uh, Nazi gold, the Mona Lisa, famous artworks, uh, historical things, Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, I would say that that's like a cool thing because also Pablo Escobar, very, very uh, eccentric gentleman, some would say, uh, would definitely, if he, if Uh he had that stuff, he'd definitely keep it on a secretive Caribbean island guarded by hippopotamuses. And dudes with machine guns. Like, it's not just hippos. So. Uh, yeah, that's a good overarching overarching plot. Good final goal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we do each episode is like they're a- acquiring things or, you know, building their crew or like getting their equipment all sorted out, right? There could be one day where they have to... Well, episode one, I think, has to be a jailbreak. Yeah. Oh, They've got to be in jail. Mm-hmm. So it's two... Let, let's make it two brothers. All right? I like, I like Everybody brothers. likes brothers. Who kind of hate each mm-hmm. other. Um, but they, you know, they they work well together, so they work Yeah, together. one's a um, lock Or at least, you know, they're the only people that are there to, you know, help each exactly. other Exactly. And they've both got, like, opposing skills. Like, one guy, he's, he's tasty in a fight, and he's great at intimidation, and he's got, like, all the street smarts that he, you know can think of of like improv he can improv his way out of situations he's kind of a fast talker and then you have the other guy who's a bit more neurotic he probably wears glasses but he's got like chemistry he's got all the chemi- chemistry and lock picking and all the like technical side mm-hmm. of robberies down pat and so they they complement each other well that's a that's a classic dynamic you know one's a snob One's a hick. One's from the city. One's from the country. Right? It's classic. But they're brothers, and they you know were ra- were raised by their mother, who was probably a. Uh... Oh, okay. Wait. As on, on this, I think that they that just to make it kind of funny, what if we have them have a parent trap backstory? Have you seen? Oh parent yeah, trap, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be funny. So what if, what if their their dad is Irish and their mom is uh like. Italian American, mm-hmm. and one of them was raised, probably the tough one, was raised in New York. You know, he was raised with his mom, and the other one was raised in the country in Ireland. He's the he's the smart one. But I um, think that's a little bit too. So they're the brothers, nose. but they're like they have these this this far. Yeah. How is that? What, I was I would say make that? the like guy who talks like this. Come on, the fucking Italian guy. I say make him the smart one. And you make the the Irish dude the tough one, right? Because everyone's like, oh, this guy's from Bronx, right? He's going to be the tough guy. And then he knows chemistry and he wears glasses. People are going to be blown away. Blown away by that, you know? He should have the tough name, mm-hmm. too. Just to make exactly. As well. So we have Biff. Biff. Biff is Biff is the science Italian yeah. guy. Not even a very Italian name at all. No, it's <laughs> probably Biff. the least Italian. Biffino. That's what his mom. That's what mom and the Irish guy who's really tough is. I was gonna say Marty because I for some I, Biff was I picked because of. Oh obviously, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking. I can't even think of the movie. Back, Back to the Future. Th- yeah. Took that um, took a minute for us. You want to do Biff and Marty? Yeah, Biff and Marty. <laughs> Not the most Irish of names, but well, Martin. his name's Martin. Martin is Irish enough. Martin O'Leary and yeah. Biff. Uh, what's a? You know, it probably is a Irish. Yeah. Girl, I know. Um, but Marty definitely seems like a... Yeah. So Martin O'Leary is the, is the tough, no-nonsense Irish guy. And he's probably... He, like, he's very soft-spoken. He's, oh, he, he's got that good, thick Irish accent. He probably wears a flat cap everywhere. And they do a lot of robberies in the States. And so people are shit-talking him all the time about his accent and, like, being from Ireland. And then... Mm-hmm. So he's got to, like, fucking beat the shit out of people all the time, which would be pretty rad. And then uh, let's let's name the other guy Biff. Ben, Biffino Grandito. I don't know. Think of an Italian name. Well, they've got to have the same last name, don't they? If they're parent trapped, they don't. Well, I guess I guess he could take his mom's. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. So you could do Biff. Biff. Uh, Biff. Uh, I'm only thinking of Italian soccer players right now, which is not helpful. That's fine. Um, Say, what's the Italian? Ronaldo. He's not Italian. He's Portuguese. Messi. I'm thinking like Chiellini, but that's too big. You got to do like a smaller name Italian soccer player. 
uh, Jorginho. That's too big, too. Um, I can't think of one, like, kind of lower name Italian. I can't think of a single name, an Italian name that isn't my boss, and I'm not going to name my boss on this podcast. No offense to all listening. Uh, Baresi. Baresi. Biff Baresi. Biff Baresi. Biffino Baresi. Yeah, that's that's Biffino Baresi. Yeah, Biffino Baresi. Biff Biffino is the most made up name ever, but I like it. Mm-hmm. His mom was, she's American. She didn't really know what an Italian name is, but she thought it sounded pretty Italian. Yeah, she thought it sounded nice she enough. Biffino Baresi. Um, yeah, and uh, Martin O'Leary and their brothers, and they're and they're and they're doing crimes together, and they're so they're in a prison, right? And so, well, I, should both of them be in prison, or one of them's in prison? The other's got to break them out. I think they're both in prison um, for okay. a job, like a never seen job that happened before. Uh, the show started, mm-hmm. and they're in prison, and they've got like, should they have a cell together, or should it be like they have a ce- they have cells next to each other, and they share it with other another two people who help them do the breakout so that there's like kind of some cannon fodder for the uh for the guards during the, the exciting breakout scene you know do it with more than two people that oh you know what would be funny yeah is if they both have cellmates right mm-hmm. um but their cellmates are more fitting to them as actual brothers so we have martin o'leary's cellmate is like an actual irish guy who kind of looks mm-hmm. like him and uh same thing with uh Biff. It's like some, some like some Italian dude who kind of looks like Tim. And you're like, oh, we got two pairs of brothers in cells next to mm-hmm. each other. But in reality, it's one pair of brothers and two random two dudes, dudes that look who like just kind of exist. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll we'll have a the whole episode one will be kind of like not contemplative, but kind of like quiet, it's just like a montage of them utilizing their Oh, each uh, particular set of skills in order to acquire information and supplies, right? Maybe Biff uh, is, like, constructing some sort of, like, chemical uh, thing, like a powder. I'm thinking, like, uh, Breaking Bad style. What's that? Titan? Not Titanite. That's from Dark Souls. Uh, whatever. Like, the thermite. thermite. There it is. Thermite. Uh, well, I think if for the catalyst for the episode to begin, I think... One of them should just get into prison. Okay. Like, the other has been there for a mm-hmm. little bit, and the other just gets there. Maybe, like, you know, whatever this heist is that they did beforehand. One was on the um, run for a little uh, One longer. of them got caught immediately, and the other was, yeah, it was on the yeah. run. Yeah. And it's it's kind of implied that this was, by the end of the episode, we'll realize that it was intentional for him coming in second because he's bringing something, mm-hmm. you know. There's a reason he's coming in. Then now, I think Biff should so come in can... second because he's the smarter of the two guys. So he should be like, he's been building a yeah. plan in his head. Whereas Martin... Mm-hmm. And Martin O'Leary thinks he's an idiot for mm-hmm. Exactly. Captured. Why'd you use an untapped phone to call here? Or why'd you use a, t- a tapped phone to call the prison to tell me where you were? Like, that was a bad fucking idea. It's like, oh, uh, don't even worry about it, buddy, baby. Come on. Oh, oh that, was a, again, that was a bad idea, Biff. What, what were you thinking when you were doing that? You are a silly Billy. Okay, maybe maybe the reason for why he got captured is that this is a very remote prison, and the only way in and out is the train, and the train only comes. Oh. Um, there's like there's two types of trains: the train that comes to get to drop off supplies, and that one's severely guarded. And there's one that drops off prisoners, and that one's not nearly as guarded on the way they are back. It's got you know it's got the people to guard the prisoners, but it's you know they're not as concerned about someone hopping on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be because... So like, why would someone hop on the train going to prison? But they don't think about it when it goes back. Yeah. And so the whole plot is them trying to get on this train when it's going back. That would be a, a good first episode. It could be, like, kind of a weird... Have you ever seen The Woman in Black? The Daniel Radcliffe horror uh, movie? No. So one of, one of the major plot points of that movie is that there's this manor in the middle of a huge, like, lake marsh thing and so the way the way to get to the manor is only dry twice a day for like an hour uh so two hours a day it's dry and the rest of the time it's covered by water and that could be kind of why it's a remote such a remote prison right it's like not 
It's kind of okay. like in the middle. It's on an island, and it's in the middle of a lake. And the lake will, like, low tide comes, like, once a, once a day or once every two days or something. That's not how low tide works in real life, but fuck it. This is a TV show. Once every two days, the, the land bridge is uncovered for 30 minutes. Uh, and that's the only time that you can get in or off of the prison without a boat. Right? And they're like, we don't want to use a boat yeah. because there's, like... Uh, what do you call it? National Guard and 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 guys all around who are like keeping an eye on all the water, and they've got all sorts of high tech stuff in the water that that'll alert them if there's if there's vessels there that aren't supposed to be there. So we can't use a boat. Let's we have to yeah. go on the land bridge, right? So you get that a little bit of a ticking clock, right? We get our four characters, two of which are are superfluous, and then our main two, Biff and Martin. They're all doing their breakout, right? How are they? How are they doing it? How? What's what's the mode? Are they bribing some guards? Um, are they are they knocking some people out, stealing uniforms, or are they more like sneaking through I, the walls? I think walls? it's gotta be a mix, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think a ri- I think that see because this is a comedic thing. I think yeah. First off, we've got to have a misunderstanding. Like, I think that um, when when Biff has been communicating to Martin, who's in prison, he's been subtly hinting to him that he should be digging a tunnel. Yeah. And Martin did not get that memo at all mm-hmm. and has been doing something completely different. Like, uh, he's like, you know... Building a uh, wingsuit out of paper mache. It's like, we'll fly off of the prison. Keeps... <laughs> I, I was... Uh, yeah, that that works. Or, or uh, what I was going to say was... Um, he he told him he keeps mentioning spoons in his letters or his uh, like correspondences, yeah. and uh, Martin instead of taking that as digging with the spoon, he takes it as collect spoons, and so he's got this whole stash of spoons. Yeah, he's got like sixty already. spoons. He's like, I filled you. I figured you wanted to build like a suit made of spoons. I you, maybe you knew something about <laughs> spoons that I didn't know, because uh, I got a lot of them. It, it, it could be a definite like they he gets in a prison and Martin and and Biff like they nod at each other, and then Martin like is sitting in the, uh, chow hall, eating. Biff sits on the other side like, ba- so his back is to him and he says, "Do you have what I asked for in the letters?" Yeah, I I yeah, I got it. You know or no? How how are the voices? Biff will be like, "Do you got what you pick up what I put down in the in those letters?" Yeah, I, I got it. I I got everything sorted. Come by my cell after Great lunch, cool. and uh, I'll show you. And so Biff thinks. Well, do you, do you think the reveal should be during the heist? Like the, he sil- he you know during lunch they'll like be like did you do what I asked? And he's like yeah yeah. And he's like okay. And so they start setting up everything else for the hu- mm-hmm. for like the uh, not the heist sorry the breakout. Yeah. And then it's only like when he's like all right so where's the tunnel? And he's like the tunnel. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah yeah. You said you had it already. I'm like. You never told me to make a tunnel. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, the, I, the, the spoons. He's like, no, I have, I have this huge sack of spoons. They're like, oh my god, he, are you serious? We're gonna like throw away the whole ice right now, or the, the he, breakout he right now. He pulls his sheets and they off of his... his bed, and it's revealed that it's like dozens and dozens of spoons on top of his mattress. Like, why the fuck is it all spoons? I want you to build a tunnel. <laughs> and he's like, what? It's like you're telling me I've been sleeping on spoons for the past two goddamn months. For no good reason? It's like, yeah. What the fuck is yes. wrong with you? Just brotherly bickering. Uh, we could make use of them somehow. Like, he puts them in, a, like, a, a sack, like his pillowcase, yeah. and uses them to bash He knocks the guard out with it, takes the uniform. Yeah. Maybe we have... I think we have two of our characters in the uniforms. Maybe the two guys that we aren't really, re- like, know very well go- get in uniforms... And then our two characters, uh, Biff and Martin, are in, like, a laundry thing. And so we have a guard, or maybe the two guys get in one guard uniform, one, like, janitor uniform. And so the, uh, and they, you know, escort the, the laundry thing into the train that takes them away. Right? Whatever. Uh, yeah. And then the guard and the, the janitor guys, like, those two dudes get caught. But it's like just as the laundry basket is loaded up onto the train, so our two main characters escape. 
but they but away, the two yeah. other guys get caught and it's like god damn i'm glad i didn't you know i'm glad i didn't put on the janitor's uniform because we could have an earlier conversation of them arguing like i don't want to get in some dirty ass laundry it's fucking gross why can't i yeah, wear a fucking makes thing them do it yeah yeah and then uh you know it's it's fortuitous some would say they escape you have a yeah. whole thing uh, they you uh, find some uh obviously at the 80s they'll find a clothesline outside and get some clothes you know and biff and martin mm-hmm. are obviously they're gonna be two very different body types and they're gonna have each other's clothes on like biff is all his clothes are gonna be all way too big and baggy whereas martin's clothes are all gonna be like too short and uh tight and then they're like oh, yeah shit well, we've made this decision. And Biff's kind of like, I like it. I feel good. This is nice. But uh, they keep getting looks, so they switch. They switch in the bathroom. Or whatever. Uh, in a local diner, where they eat a ton of food. Like, because it's just straight out yeah. of prison. And I don't think that the prison break should happen, like, immediately as soon as uh, Martin gets in. They should both be in the prison together for at least a few weeks. Uh, and so they're both so goddamn sick of prison food that they just eat this whole, like, entire feast at the diner, and then they're like, oh, man, that was great. Uh, payment, you know, comes around, and they, they both, uh, dine and dash, but, again, they use their own specific well, I, th- I was skills. about to say this, I think it'd be funny if they, that was their plan to dine and dash, mm-hmm. but, um, while they're there, they, like, they start talking to this old guy, and they kind of make friends with him, and, uh, right when they're about to dine in like they they do dine in dash mm-hmm. but they're confused while like no one's running out after them and uh they run back they go back in they're like how come you're not mad we dined in dash and you're like oh no you you're the the old guy paid for your bill and they're like huh. I, yeah if we didn't <laughs> cool. yeah like oh okay huh. Huh. <laughs> nice nice old guy they're like they're trying to commit a crime they, yeah and they get annoyed that people don't get mad at them for the crime they just committed they're like yeah well mm-hmm. fuck you and he takes like a, a a donut off the counter. It's like, and he runs away. He's like, then he leaves, and and, the, and we we were still in like the camera's still inside with the waiter. He's like, that was, that was his do- that was his donut. He, like he didn't he didn't steal yeah, that. He, le- he paid. He for left that. that. <laughs> All right, uh, and then we get our main characters, okay. <laughs> our two dudes. Right, they, they. I'm assuming, like you said, the prison's in the middle of nowhere. So the town they get into after escaping from prison is in the middle of nowhere. And so they got to get, like, an old beat-up Chevrolet they steal, and they drive it out to L.A. because they're going to go to, or no, to Las Vegas. They're going to Sin City, baby, because uh, Martin's got a contact out there who will, like, set them up with uh, uh, new identities and and somewhere that they can lie low for a little bit until the, 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 the heat blows over. And that's where we can kind of get introduced to this uh, sort of John Wick-esque un- underground uh, society of of professional criminals. And they're all like crazy weird, and they've all got like crazy haircuts and clothes and tattoos and piercings and all sorts of fun stuff, you know, like in a John Wick movie. Yeah. And that's, that's where they're like... Mm-hmm. Do we want them to have already heard about Pablo Escobar's island before the show? Or do you want them to hear about it in the prison? Right? They hear about it from some old timer and he's like, you know, I was one of the top elite uh, enforcers in Escobar's uh, uh, operation for for 15 years, you know, but uh, you you fuck up once with that guy, he, he, he gets rid of you like that, you know. Uh, but, uh, I'll tell you something crazy. He had the biggest stash of loot I've ever seen. In Colombia? No, not in Colombia. You never keep all your loot where you live. Come on. He's got it off this tiny little island off the Caribbean. Guarded by the most vicious creatures known to mankind. The hippopotamus. They're like, the hippopotamus. Wait, maybe maybe he he exaggerates it in a different way. He's like he's like a fucking dinosaurs on the island, yeah. prowling it, protecting it. Yeah, all right. And so they're anticipating dinosaurs. And like, oh, it's just fucking hippopotamuses, and then they get killed. They get like, ripped. Oh, Conan so O'Brien gets ripped to pieces. Goddamn dinosaurs! Damn, yeah. those things are big. 
what what else should they be stealing? Because obviously they're going to be picking up the crew. What do you need in a crew, right? I I think like they first like because we're going to build up to that last thing, and they this is a huge heist, yeah. right? To, to take on Pablo Escobar, and they need money to get mm-hmm. there. So I think we should have like two or three smaller heists, yeah. as like sort of ways to raise funds. So the first, I think, like first episode we do is is them getting out of prison, mm-hmm. right? And the second episode is sort of them getting on their feet and like we introduce ourselves to this world, and it ends with them, like we have to. I think we have to do a robbery in the second episode. I think it's a very small robbery, so they can get money to maybe they have to, they have like um, some back dues in like the. Uh, and the criminal underworld yeah. like organization thing, so they can't actually get into like the the place unless they pay back their pay their dues. Um, so maybe they rob a jewelry uh, store or something, something small. But there's there's lots of, of uh, expensive stuff there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like ooh, so, oh, yeah. They rob they rob some sort of store, but and I think it's a really sort of basic but silly robbery because it'll just be them too. They have on like um, president masks. Like they couldn't or... even buy masks. Uh-huh. Like they have fucking socks. <laughs> like re- they bought extra large socks or something that they just sort of stuffed over their faces, and they only really cover their eyes. Yeah. Uh, um, and they just—that <laughs> is funny to imagine them like they're they... arguing when they're in there because one of them wants to be the tough guy, the other wants to be like the like they're they're arguing over their roles in the in the in the robbery. Like one. Uh, maybe Martin wants to be the guy that's, you know, arguing with the cashier to get the money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but Biff also wants to be the guy that does that. Neither yeah. want to do crowd control because everyone hates doing crowd control. It's a bitch. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, and so they're forgetting to do crowd control while they're arguing about this. And, and, they, and they end up. got the crowd that's. They shoot a, like, they shoot somebody in the leg to get them to stop. And it's like, oh, no, you shot that veteran. What? Yeah, that World War II hero, you know. War hero who saved hundreds of children. You shot him in the leg. Oh man, I'm, I'm sorry. He turns around too fast. He sh- his gun goes off again. He shoots a nun in the arm, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm sorry, sister. That's that. That looks like it hurts. Oof. Yeah. So give me the money in the bag now. Thank you. And Martin. I mean, um." Uh, uh, Rob, Robber M, Mr. M, uh, come on, let's, let's go. Cause I, I do love that in movies when they always forget that they're not meant to be saying each other's names. You know? Yeah. Clips. And maybe, maybe Martin's, or, uh, Martin's bright idea is to, is to, to like, he's like, well, I was calling you Martin. And he's like, yeah, but that still gives away one of our names, Biff is Biff saying that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 but like, I, you see, you're Martin and I'm Biff. That'll really mess him up, you know? Yeah, it's like, exactly. you're a fucking idiot. He's so goddamn stupid. Jesus Christ. I mean, and then we hard cut to the cops and they're like, well, I mean, um, we've been investigating this robbery and they, they do kind of meet the profile of these, these, uh, these prisoners that broke out, but it, they were very clearly calling each other Martin and Biff. And like, th- he's like, those are the same names. Like, ah, oh, no, no, no. But the big guy, his name, it was apparently Biff. Uh, Biff. And the other guy's name was Martin. They're like, ah, oh, that couldn't be them then. Mm, yeah. yeah, couldn't be. Must be different dudes. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> it's completely fooled the police. Because, yeah, exactly. The police have got to be stupid in this universe for criminals like our two bumbling morons uh, to, to, to succeed. At least sometimes. And then they get their dues paid off, and then we get that final final shot of the episode three is... Or episode two, I should say, is them, like, walking into this massive underground complex. Maybe we get, like, Hitman's Department Store. We could tie into the Hitman's Department Store. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good, good reference. Yeah. Good reference, I like that. Uh, and it's, like, this huge, massive underground complex where you, as a, as a criminal, could buy anything you could ever possibly imagine uh, to help with the crime. And they're, like, looking at all this fun stuff. It's like, it's a grappling hook. Martin, can I... Martin, Martin, can I please have a grappling hook? I want a grappling hook so bad. It looks so cool. It looks like Batman. Be awesome. No, we're not... No, Biff. Pip, Biff. Please put the grappling hook down. All right, we don't have enough money for a grappling hook. We have to hire a crew. End of the episode. That, that wouldn't be what the yeah. episode ended. But you know what I mean. They've 
episode three is mm-hmm. them starting to look for the crew. Yeah, and I think they get maybe like one or two guys, and then they do a heist. I'm just thinking about like the mm-hmm. the, the you know the line of episodes yeah. that we go. You to. go like two or and three. They, they do a heist because they need they need like they need like ten guys to really yeah. rob Pablo Escobar's mm-hmm. island, and they need like people to do research for him as well. So they. You know, they, they have to do another robbery, and... Um, They're like, let's rob a penthouse apartment. I think we gotta do a classic... Yeah, okay, we could we could do a penthouse, a casino penthouse, yeah. right? And one of the jokes could be there... There's a misconception of what they're robbing. Mm-hmm. So some people think they're robbing, like, the casino, and some people in the crew think they're robbing um, the penthouse, yeah. which is, you know, part of the issue. Some people think that they're stealing bail bonds. Others think they're stealing gold. Another guy thinks they're just getting cash, you know? And so when it's... Yeah, because the whole joke could be that Biff and uh, Martin both think they're the leaders mm-hmm. of this heist. And so they're they're handing out different information to all the crew they're hiring. Yeah. So they end up having two different heists going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That somehow end up working really well together for robbing the penthouse. And it, it goes beautiful. It goes perfectly. And they're like, huh. Yeah. That worked out well. Huh. And then it, it, but in reality, they forgot one guy. I, I think that'd be good. Yeah. If there's just like, they lost one oh man. Oh my God. They, like he's upside down in the <laughs> elevator shaft waiting for someone to come get him. Yeah. He's like, Biff, Martin, where are you guys? My head's getting I'm getting pretty lightheaded. Lots of blood's going to my brain right now. Getting some weird ideas. Is that Ella? And he'll come back in the future in the final episode. Yeah. Um, and he'll be one of Pablo Escobar's like goons. And he's like, I, you know, you said you would rob Pablo Escobar after this, so I, you know, in revenge, I joined Pablo Escobar and I did all this. And he's like in a position to kill them. They're like, God, I mean, I, I didn't even. I, who are you Honestly, again? I thought you got out with us. So, like, we don't even remember yeah. you. And uh, he ends up, like, as he's, like, and then he's like, oh, I'm finally going to kill you and get my revenge. And then a hippopotamus yeah, hits him. rips him in half. And they're like, fuck it out. That goddamn, th- how is it so big and yet so quiet? It's insane. It's like, yeah, coke hippos, man. Coke hippos. And then they shuffle. Because I'm assuming their hands and feet are bound to a chair and they just kind of hop the chairs into the next room and like rub up against a wall to, to cut the, the the rope on their arms and then they get back to the heist. Oh, I know. I when I like the, I like if they they're like on the second floor oh. and to get out of the chair, they have to fall down the steps to break the chair. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I always love that in movies and TV shows when they have to fucking just throw themselves down the steps. <laughs> to smash up yeah, the chair. and then it's like they have to rock, paper, scissors. And maybe it just does not work at all for one of mm-hmm. them. Like, he has, one of them has a metal chair and it just does not break at all. And it, 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 maybe it's Biff who, or uh, Martin who has the yeah. metal chair. And Biff's like, why, why did you do that? Why didn't you let me break my chair? And then I could, I, I would get you. And he's like, oh, I, I thought I'd break my chair too. He's like, this fucking metal, you idiot. Like, that's not going to break could, on the steps. I, shut up. Uh, you son of a gun. Uh, we could also have a, they have to rock, paper, scissors to choose who, well, it wouldn't really work with the metal chair gag, but if they were to rock, paper, scissors to see who has to throw themselves down the stairs and who gets to be untied by the person who, Oh, yeah. that could be good too. And it's yeah. like only one of them can see the rock, paper, scissors, like it's Biff can see the rock, paper, scissors and Martin's just be like, you're telling the truth, right? I, I got scissors and you got rock. That's what happened. And we just... We as the audience see that he got that uh, Biff got paper. He's like, "Yeah, you got. I got rock. So um, on you go." And he kicks him. You gotta go down. Yep. I like yeah. that too. I like that better. We should do that. We could. I mean, um, hey man, this is a show. Uh, lots of opportunities to have our main characters tied up to we chairs. Could, we could probably do a couple. Yeah. 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 We'd probably do a couple. Uh. So, at, uh, hot, robbery one is just like small time, very slapdash of a of a jewelry store or something like that robbery two is then yeah. of like the casino casino penthouse thing where they're keeping what are they keeping there chips is it just chips or is it like cash is it uh you know i, I guess it'd just be cash just bundles and bundles of cash and then the secondary heist that they're doing will be for like 
bail bonds or something, you know? Yeah, it should be. They should be do. A, we got to do at least one big bank heist because I think bank heists are the mm-hmm. classic, and it's just. Oh, too of fun course, to, uh, you got to have a bank heist next. I would say. Uh. Uh. What? Uh, but what kind of a bank? Let's think. Like, like a I don't know. Well, like, will it be just kind of like a, a modern a bank? <laughs> we have a modern bank that's just a brick building with a like a, uh, vault or the vault is kind of like underground or you could do like a classic you know more like old school bank that's like this really big ornate building and in the back of the building is this enormous vault right kind of spider-man 2 uh like yeah i like that yeah i think that could be fun if they are just like building their crew and they all like they have to come up with a, a theme for their crew so they're like we're the monkey men and they all wear like Planet of the Apes masks or something. That's their theme uh, for the robbery, and they're all just like banana guns. No, they wouldn't have banana guns. That's a little too goofy, but the, maybe they each like, yeah, we're the monkey men. We love three things. Monkeying around, crime, and bananas. And I'm all out of bananas. You know? And then they, they've got shotguns part of everybody. I, yeah. <laughs> uh... And what, do they blow the vault door, or is that like Martin is like, we should blow it up? I got tons of dynamite in the car. He doesn't talk like that, obviously, but I got tons of dynamite. We can blow it up. Where is he? And then uh, Biff is like, I can probably crack it. Just give me like two minutes. You know, not this is a really old bank. Vault. I, we could probably do do both. Yeah. And uh, like we have. We have Martin is cracking it. He just finishes cracking. He's like, all right, Biff, open the vault. And he's like, all right, blows it up. The vault door falls down, squishes one of the guys that they brought with him. And uh, then Martin comes running out, or uh, Biff comes running out, and he's like, wait, what, what the fuck? Why did you blow it up? He's like, oh, you told me to open it. He's like, no, I, I cracked it. That was the whole plan, remember? He's like, oh, I thought uh, I thought by crack it, you meant dynamite. You know, oh, crack cracked it. the metal uh, with the, huh? The alarm starts it starts blaring. blaring. Well, I, maybe it already was I'm going to have to but... write Teddy's wife a letter, aren't I? Yes, you're going to have to write write, yeah. <laughs> write Teddy's wife. Jesus Christ, you just squished him. You guys are still alive. Yeah, but you're really fucked up, man. We got to go. Um, Honestly, it's probably better if you die here. I don't know what kind of quality dude, of life you're going to have. You're fucking... One of your lungs is over there. And he's just like... It's like, no, that's, see, that's a crud, see, no, that's just gonna increase the charge if I get caught. So, uh, good luck with the modern American healthcare system, and, uh, have a good one. Here's 30 bucks. Uh, uh, oh, good, he's passed peacefully. I think it's good. No, I'm still alive. Um, kill me. <laughs> what, what should we name the show? Oh, yeah, that's what I was just about to ask. Um, it's got to be slightly comedic, yeah. you know, because it's a comedic show, so it's got to be a comedic. Name. Well, what about the so, bumbling uh, bandits? I was that just kidding. Banks are overrated. banks are overrated. <laughs> Don't go to the bank. What's what? Well, what's the opposite? Maybe half of in the bag. Like they didn't get all the money. Oh, half in the bag. That's that's not that's actually a pretty good title. Yeah, half in the bag. I like that. Yeah, let's do that one. Half in the bag. Yeah, okay. Half in the bag. Uh, and then if we wanted, we could do like a subtitle. If if this was a, a continued series, we do each season. They would do another crazy heist and like build up to. A crazy heist with a series of small heists, smaller heists, and we're like, uh, half in the bag, and the secret of Pablo Escobar's fortune, or something like that. Raiders of Pablo yeah. Escobar's Ark. Uh, yeah, that sort of thing. And that could, we, we could add this into the story, this could be a gimmick. You know how, like, in Home Alone, they're the sticky bandits, you know, that's the joke? Mm-hmm. Half in the bag, we could be like... That could be a joke or a thing that Martin keeps saying. He's like, yeah, yeah, we could call ourselves 
the half of the bag get the bandits. And he's like, so what does that even mean? He's like, oh yeah, when we rob people, we say put half in the bag. And he's like, why would we just ask for half yeah. and not all of it? We're like, that's our gimmick. And he's like, but then we wouldn't get all the money. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. That's the gimmick is that we just ask for half. And he's like, no, 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 but that's that's bad because we don't get all of their money. All the money. He's like, you're really just not getting this, Biff. All right, we're the half in the bag bandits. We take half of what they have. Uh, it's like it, neither of them can understand each other. With yeah, this. like and not <laughs> they just keep going back and forth. Yeah, that's good. I like this show. And most importantly, who, who would we play? Um, I think we should be two of the uh, people that die in one of the episodes. I kind of want to be crushed lung. Yeah, guy. I think it'd be funny to be crushed, crushed lung right, guy. Yeah. I I would like to get ripped apart by a hippo. I I could be the um the guy who's like was left behind at the heist and then he's like I've oh that's revenge. a good role yeah, that. yeah that sort of thing and I get destroyed by a hippo mm-hmm. yeah I, but I think this is a good yeah. show I think this a uh, solid uh, f- comedy um yeah, yeah I agree do you have anything else you want to add to this like to the show uh, I don't uh, think so I think we're good um Maybe a catchy song. Yeah, catchy song. We'll get the Foo Fighters to write us. What, what's your What's a good robber song? What do you, What do you, What do you like for robbing um, a bank? If you had to rob a bank, what would your song be? Midnight Express. No, that's a song. That's a movie. Midnight Rider. It'd be Midnight Rider. That's my That's my go to robbery song. All right. Yeah. That's the That's the credit. There you song. go. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Very Small Pilots podcast. I've been your host, Charles Long. With me, as always, my co-host, editor, producer, co-pilot, gunner, navigator, orator, and podcasting associate, Jacob Bucking Cloth. If you like what you heard here and you want to hear more, please give us a like, a follow, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your dog, tell your cat. Remember, we will be here next week with a brand new televisual series for you all to imagine and enjoy thoroughly. Have a good one. I have one more thing to add, Charlie. Oh, what's that? Before we go. Uh, the game drew zero zero, so there's nothing to get excited about. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a very, very defensive game. It was not very entertaining at all. I had, I was looking at it every once in a while, but I got bored and didn't really look at it at all. Good. Fucking uh, soccer. It's not a good game. Man, you just played defense hard the whole game. Hey, let, let's not <laughs> criticize soccer for that. That's, there's a lot of, you know, sometimes you got to play defense. Fucking soccer. All right. Thank you, everyone. Except for Manchester United. Thank you. Yep. Uh, And have a good night. Goodbye.